Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hello, hi. This is a fun episode. I like the monthly spending recap episodes. I just find them very fun. This one almost didn't happen. I was just looking around for my laptop and I couldn't find it. And I was like, well, I guess I lost my computer, so I can't make a podcast. But I had just set it down under a blanket. So crisis averted. I did find it. My personal laptop, of course. I knew where my work laptop was. I looked right at that thing all day. But the second thing, about this episode is it's late. Usually I post episodes on Monday morning lately and this one is going to be coming at you Monday night because I'm going to be honest with you. I was just really tired on Sunday night and I didn't want to post a podcast episode. And I've thought about the idea of like oops, pre-batching. So recording something ahead of time and then scheduling it to post in the future. And I don't do that. I should. (laughs) It's like kind of the more efficient way to do it. But I just, okay, words. What am I trying to say? There is no content strategy here. It's just me sharing how I feel and what I'm thinking about. And then as soon as I think it and say it, I want to like get it out into the world and hear your reactions. I've never like had a content calendar or scheduled anything beyond like on Thursdays when I do the mixed drinkers episodes, I do keep a note on my phone with just some notes of some things that I might want to talk about. But it's always like I record it Wednesday night and I schedule it to post. Thursday morning. And of course, I'm not knocking or criticizing anyone who does something differently at all. Like scheduling things and making a plan is for sure the better way to do it. But just for me, like I'm here to have a conversation and to get my thoughts out. And it would just feel so strange for me to record an episode. Like I just wouldn't be able to help myself from being like, I'll just post it now. <laughs> like I just, I'm excited about this and I want to hear what other people have to say about the same topic. So, anyways. Moving on to April. April was a great month. My net worth was up. Our net worth was up by like 6%, which doesn't sound like that much, but it is. I mean, if you think that the markets go up on average inflation adjusted, like 7 or 8% a year, 6% in one month is awesome. That felt good. And our savings rate for April was either really good or really bad, depending on how you look at it. If So we bought a car in April. And if you count the down payment that we put on the car, I did the math, our savings rate is, it dropped down to like 1% or 2%. But if you don't count the down payment on the car, it was up in the 40s. It was 40 something percent. I have a whole episode about how I calculate my savings rate and I will link that in the show notes. Let me make a note. I got a couple questions when I was talking about this on Instagram. Well, like, why wouldn't you count what you put down on the car? That's spending. So you should count it as spending. And I totally agree. I mean, I calculated it both both ways. When I'm looking at my savings rate, I'm more interested in, I guess you could call it typical day-to-day spending, right? Like what did we spend on our mortgage, groceries, food, clothing, shopping, things like that. I mean, I, you know, same idea. I didn't count the down payment we put on this house in that month. I wasn't like, oh, negative a zillion percent that month. 
And a car is different than a house for sure. It's a depreciating asset, not an appreciating one. But I found myself chewing on that a little bit. I was like, I don't know, I could go either way. That's why I counted it both ways. And you know, this is really just for me. I'm not submitting my savings rate to the official savings rate tracking association of America, which does not exist. To be clear, that was a joke. <laughs> but the down payment amount felt really arbitrary. We put down $10,000 on the car. We could have put down $0 or 5000 or 20000 or 30000 And it's kind of funny because it did feel like it should count as spending in one way. But if we just had a car payment and we were paying extra towards that debt, there are some people I think who would say, oh, that's like savings, like extra debt payoff would count as savings. So I don't know. I think it can get tricky, but uh, you know, whatever. And it, that, I count, I calculated it both ways. So if you would like to think of it one way or the other, that is, that is your prerogative as a listener. <laughs> Let's see what else happened in April. Speaking of driving, I was laughing because I was looking at my driving category, which is where I just put everything, gas, insurance, et cetera. This was my last inexpensive month probably it was $392 which is a little high for me actually but I had to laugh because $210 of that was getting our old car detailed because I was like well I really want a new car but maybe if I just get this old car cleaned really well if I get it detailed then that will cure my craving for a new part a new car and it totally worked for like one day <laughs> so I was just laughing as I was actually looking back because I think not even two weeks later <laughs> we went and bought the new car and of course if you missed that I had a whole episode about the new car that you can listen to if you're curious about what we bought and how much it costs. All that good stuff. All right. Everyone's favorite part of the monthly spending recap is food. I am so nosy about what other people spend on food and it's just fun to find out. So I will give you my total. So total food spending, and then I'll give the breakdown in the month of April was $1,186, And that breaks down groceries were $754. That feels about right-ish. Maybe that's like on the high end of our normal range. I have to say, and I say this a lot, I get a lot of joy out of going to the grocery store and throwing whatever looks good into the cart. And I know that I'm really lucky to be able to do that. And I appreciate it every single time. Like veggie straws, throw it in the cart. Goat cheese, throw it in the cart. Non-dairy Ben and Jerry's ice cream, it's so good. Throw it in the cart. That was groceries, $754. Alcohol was so low last month. We're normally somewhere between 100 and 200, I think. I really like drinking wine. But I always talk about every month when it's a little high, I'm like, I'm stocking up. And actually, you know, if you're stocking up, that means at one point you have to be has to come back down right because you're actually using what you stocked up on which is happening now so our only alcohol spending was $35 and that was actually drinks at a comedy show so at the bar at the theater otherwise we were all stocked up Let's see, takeout was $150. Y'all know when I have to drive to work, my treat is going through the McDonald's drive-thru. And I did that four times last month. I had to go into the office uh, more than usual. And then twice we just went out and got salads or sandwiches for lunch. I put donuts in this category. We picked up donuts to take to a friend who was hosting us for brunch. And I wasn't sure where to put this. So I put that in takeout. That was, I think, $30. Went out for ice cream a couple times. It's the time of year. I almost need a separate budget for ice cream because I love going out for ice cream. I mean, I like having ice cream in the freezer too, but there's something about going to the little local shop, getting a scoop, getting rainbow sprinkles. For me, that is one of my highlights of summer. So my ice cream budget is about to go up for the next few months. And lastly, coffee shops, $78 here. I actually never went and just got coffee this month. I was looking at the transactions. They were all 
stops at coffee shops for food, for like for a breakfast burrito and a coffee or a pastry and a coffee, which actually kind of makes me sad because there's a wonderful local coffee shop in my neighborhood and I really like to support them. And I was looking at my transactions and I felt like I didn't do as good of a job of spending my dollars there. So very first week of May, I went and got a latte to try to hit my goals. All right. So food total was 1186. Again, groceries was 754. Coffee shops, 78. Alcohol, 35. Take out 150. Oh, I forgot to say restaurants, $168. Let's see. Twice we just, I think the two of us went out for lunch. Oh yeah. We went out for lunch after I had a doctor's appointment. And then the two of us also went out for a dinner date. And that was it for food, but big asterisk, 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 a big caveat. We spent a lot more money at restaurants this month, but I put it under my hosting categories. This is a new-ish thing in my budget where when we have people over for dinner or we have friends or family in town and we take them out to eat, that goes under the, the heading of hosting. And it was this month, it was $521. I think that's the highest it's been since I've been tracking it. But we had a friend in town who came over for dinner. We ordered takeout and hung out all night. We had another friend in town, just went out for beers, picked up the tab. We had another friend in town from out of town. Everyone was here from out of town. Another friend in town, we picked up dinner and then we had some family visiting and went out to dinner a couple times and picked up the tab for that. And I think the way you categorize this, right, it could go either way. I mean, I could just put all of that into restaurants. That would have made our food total... It would have put our food total around 1700 instead of around 1200 which is a really big difference. I really like carving that out, but I think it can go either way. Just like calculating your savings rate, right? It's all really up to you. So there is no personal finance police who are going to come get you if you categorize your transactions differently than I do. Let's see. Let's see. What else? Oh, I was very excited about our vacation budget this month. We spent $300, $301. But what we got, I, I feel like what we got for that $300 is pretty great. So we're going to a wedding in New Orleans and $300 is going to cover the flights and I think five nights in a hotel. Our total cost is $300 for that because of a couple of things. One, it's a family wedding. So our family is actually picking up the tab for two nights in a hotel, which is so amazing and very generous and we're super lucky for that. So we only had to pay for three nights at the hotel, but we had hotel points that covered it. I am a very amateur travel hacker. I do not have advice. I'm probably not very good at this, but I opened up a credit card, got the bonus points. It was enough to cover three nights at the hotel, which is rad. And then we had a flight credit to use from a canceled flight from a while ago. I was so excited. I remembered to use it though. So we had this flight credit that offset most of the cost of the flight. So flights for two, five nights in a hotel, and all we're paying is $301. That is awesome. And then is when we get there, I'm sure we'll spend a zillion dollars going out to eat and eating beignets and drinking delicious coffee and doing all the fun things. So if you have New Orleans suggestions, let me know. That's coming up, but we had to book it in April. So two other categories I was going to mention, gifts. I bought two gifts for people this month and one I thought was expensive and I, one I thought was inexpensive. So I sent flowers to a friend of mine who got a pretty big promotion. I was really excited for her. And I just, flowers are one of those things. I They're always more expensive than I think it's going to be. And it's one of those things you go online to buy it and they're like, this bouquet of flowers is $60. But then you go to check out and they're like, oh wait, and there's a delivery fee and a convenience fee and a just because we can fee. And so the total ended up being $94, which is fine. But I was like, oh, I just, I always think sending someone flowers is going to be like 60 or 70 bucks. And then it's always like 90 or a hundred. And then I got a friend, a uh, foam roller 
for her birthday and I was pleasantly surprised. It was $20. I thought it was going to be more and it was less. So I was pumped about that. And last category where there was some interesting spending this month on clothing, about $600 total. Clothes wreak havoc on my budget, not because I spend too much on clothes, but the actual technical budgeting, because I don't love shopping in stores anymore. And I just go online and I order 10 things. Like I find three things I want and I order them in multiple sizes and multiple colors. And then they come and I return a few things and then I order a few more things and it just gets really messy. But I think my net for April was was like six. 51 maybe. I got two pairs of jeans, two like nice dresses, dresses you could wear to a wedding or similar. We have three weddings this year. Going back to vacation, I actually meant to mention this when I was talking about vacations earlier. I usually have a pretty solid vacation budget to cover one big international trip each year and then whatever small trips for weddings, baby showers, the holidays, etc. And this year we just decided to skip the big international trip. We have three weddings. We also want to go home and see our family for the holidays. We have pets at home who are not young. <laughs> and I just hesitate a little bit to kind of book a long trip away from them. And we are also both dealing with some non-serious health issues, but you know, I'm recovering from my foot injury thing. Like we're both in physical therapy. We're both just dealing with bodies that are getting older. (laughs) And so I was also a little bit nervous to book a big trip in case one of us wasn't feeling great as it came up. I think we got to like take this year, get our house in order. So I'm hoping that means our total vacation spending stays low and we can pad the budget a little bit for next year. Anyways, that's why I was buying dresses because we have three weddings this year. About two pairs of jeans, two dresses that could both be like either a rehearsal dinner or wedding guest dresses. I bought one maxi dress. I swear I've bought the same black maxi dress at least three times and it gets lost or it shrinks or something happens to it. So the annual buy a long black maxi dress. (laughs) And then I bought a new set of like shapewear shorts again to go with the wedding guest dresses because it seems like there's been some new technological advances in shapewear and the old stuff in my drawer just felt like it needed a refresh. So let's see. I'm looking through my notes. Oh, I was also going to mention our medical category. So yeah, medical spending this month was $1,389. That sounds like a lot and it is a lot. I feel like that sounds like the medical spending of someone who's having a lot of health problems. Like I mentioned, we both are. So that, so what that went towards was um, some testing, some prescriptions and some physical therapy. No one has a serious illness. No one's dying, but we both have some stuff that we're trying to figure out. So I, feel super lucky and super grateful that I can throw money at these problems and that I can have a month where I spend $1,300 on medical bills. And it's annoying, but it doesn't mean that I'm not paying my mortgage or I'm having to cut back on groceries. That is, I mean, that is wealthy in the United States being able to take care of your healthcare shoes. And that, my friends, was April. I hope you had a good April. It already April already feels like a really long time ago. We're a week into May. It feels like we're almost to the halfway point of the year. I am I mean, it's true what they say. The older you get, the the faster time goes. But I'm grateful for a wonderful month. I hope May is also awesome. I hope your April was awesome. I hope your May is awesome. If you have questions about any of this, you know where to find me. I would love to hear that. I'd love to know how you calculate your savings rate. You have a hosting category in your budget. Otherwise, I will talk to you again soon. Thanks, friends.
If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But just an idea. You could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought. You do you. 